It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, Saba. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here on the west side. We are here in the Austin neighborhood, right by where I grew up, and uh, here with Saba for Dynasty Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm lovely. I'm lovely. Thank yeah. you for, for making this trip, man. No, absolutely, man. I was telling you, it's like I grew up right over here. It works out. I'm going to go home, have like a real home-cooked dinner with my parents. Like, they're going to be happy. So everything about this, when your manager was like, can you come to this neighborhood? I'm like, yes. Yes, I can. That's very easy. Most people aren't about it. Yeah. No, no, no. So, yeah. Uh, the last time you and I chatted, we were pretty far away from either of our homes. We are on 6th Street in Austin for South by Southwest. We were kind of talking about that. Uh, what are your memories of South by Southwest? Just kind of like revisit that for a second. South by was like hella tight. It was, a, uh, I don't know, it was cool. Like South by for me is always weird because I'm not 21. So I can't get into anything for real. Uh, and it's just cool. It's like a bunch of people like that you listen to walking past and every now and then somebody like, hey, are you you? So that's always a good feeling, but you know, it was tight. It was tight. It was, uh, you know, like the show went really well that we did out there, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's always, you know, cool performing not at home. Right, right. So it was a real nice experience. But I think next South By is going to be my first real South By. Will you be 21 then? Damn, <laughs> I won't. I won't. I just started it. I figured it was 2015. So I'm like, yeah, next South By. Nah, the South by after that. <laughs> Maybe next year I'll like get a fake or something. Something, man. Probably yeah. Announce that. <laughs> First drinks on me in 2016 when we're both inside of a bar, man. Hold me to that. We've got a recording of it, so. I got you. I got you. Uh, you know, at South by when you and I chatted, it was the first time we met. First time we chatted, and you were really talking about how you felt like you and some of the artists that you you know associate with, some of the Chicago talent that's coming up. You felt like this was going to be your year, that you guys were going to, I think you used the, the phrase, come off the bench. And you, you, know, you mentioned like uh, Mick Jenkins, who just released his mixtape, The Waters. You just released Comfort Zone. Do you feel like since, you've kind of, you know, since we had that chat, do you feel like this has been your year, the year belonging to you and the artists you were talking about, you guys have actually come to shine a bit? That's hella funny, because I do remember saying that. I forgot. Like, that whole month, I was obsessed with that phrase. Like, yeah, I'm about to come off the bench. Mick about to come off the bench. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely feel like, you know, just this project in comparison to the last project is, it's like you can see the difference. Like, you can you can definitely hear the difference, but the fact that you can even see the difference is, is like, really what I was meaning by that. And it's just cool. It's a real night, you know. the The reception of everything is is gr- it's grown, and it's gotten better. Like you know, it's a bunch of positive, you know, reviews that I've gotten, you know, by the people that I know, and then by people that I don't know. Like it's a bunch of new people. Like I think we all got a bunch of probably like double, like all of us. I can say probably have double the amount of people supporting us now that we did. Uh, the last time we talked, so I would say that it's working. Yeah, man. It's I mean, coming along. I am seeing a lot of press for you, a lot of the press for some of the other Chicago artists that I think we would consider in like your your class, your wave. But you know, has do you feel like the press has been kind or has been receptive to Comfort Zones, the new mixtape? Um, I think so. I think so. I've read probably like one 
bad review. But even in that bad review, they were like, it's really good, but it just sucks. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with that? Like, you're at a restaurant, and you're like, this food is awful, but it's it's really good. It's really so, good. like, what do you do it with that? sucks. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, like, with all the webs, it's like you can only give it so much <clears throat> attention. Sure. You know, I think the the real interaction, you know, you could see it at a show. Like, when you do a show, you can see how many people love what you're doing, how many people love the music. And it's like, that's where I try to put the attention. Like, you know, the Shabbat sucks. It's like kind of cool if you think about it. Because sure. that's how you... Because they know about you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the, you, get, you gave it a try, so... Right. <laughs> that's all I can ask for. Well, man, I feel like a lot of people are loving the mixtape. I think you're being humble, but I think a lot of people are loving it. You know, and talking about the the reception at the live shows, you know, how was it performing at North Coast this year? I know you performed at North Coast. That's a really high-profile gig. They always have some really strong Chicago talent showing at those React festivals. Kind of what was that experience like? It was my first festival, excuse me. It was my first festival, and it was, it was really, it was really cool. It was more of like a, like, wow, we're performing at a festival thing that, like, it was, I don't know. It was it was like kind of crazy, like to see, like I I've never been to a festival. Uh, well, now I have because I went to IFest. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, uh, we got to talk about later. <laughs> right, we got to yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. But it was the first festival I ever been to, and I went performing. Yeah. Um. So it was cool to see. Like there were a few people in the crowds who knew who knew the words. Uh, I rocked it with the band. And it's just, you know, like, stuff like that, it's all a learning experience. So, you know, I feel like now I'm very much so prepared for my next, you know, whenever that may be the next festival. Uh, but it is a different ball game. Yeah. It is, like, a huge stage. You got to be across the state. In North Coast, this is the same weekend that uh, Cuddy passed out. Yeah. And it was, like, after I, uh, like, got off the stage or whatever... I understood why, like, conditioning and stuff like that is so important. Like, uh, like there were headlines, like, a few months ago, like, of Chance being in a hospital. And, like, right. you always hear about all of these people, like... You know, for exhaustion, exhaustion, yeah, exhaustion, exactly. dehydration. Yeah. And it's, like, an hour set on this big-ass stage, and your job is to entertain. Like, you going out there, and you jumping. Mm-hmm. And it's like I understood it. Like, I didn't even stay the last day. Like, after I got done performing, I had to just go home and rest because it <laughs> yeah. was that. And it's, like, so intense. I don't think people think about it, but it's really, like... You know, performers are basically asked, like, do gym class and band class at the same time <laughs> for an hour for an in hour. front of 2,000 people. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's crazy. But so that was my first, like, I guess, taste of the real world in that sense. Because <clears throat> most of the, you know, 30 minutes set at this place in front of, like, 300 people. Right. The stage is, you know, it's comfortable, but it's not, you know huge it's not a marathon yeah. yeah so it's like that's what i'm used to so it was a nice uh introduction into the real world in that sense <laughs> i know you were just also at soundscape we almost connected the other night uh when you were at soundscape and then i know you had a gig come up really suddenly so what were you doing at soundscape can you talk about any of the recording you were doing there or any you know is there recording happening already right now yeah uh firstly would you like a water I am good right now, but thank you okay. so much. That's cool. such a generous offer. <laughs> cool. You're like, we're, we're talking about playing North Coast, and you're like, just, yeah, just I need to make sure 
Everybody's hydrated here. <laughs> That's hella funny. Yeah. Um, so at Soundscape, when was that at Soundscape? I was at Soundscape maybe like two, three days ago. Mm-hmm. Is this the trip you're for? Yeah, yeah. And Sunday night is when we were almost going to meet up, and then your manager said something came up last yeah. minute. Uh, this was uh, Xavier Holiday, a Chicago rapper, and No Name Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a session here, which the crazy thing is this, the session with Xavier we was trying to do for like a long time, and it kept getting canceled or pushed back or whatever. So Sunday we finally uh, did it, and then uh, we got a call from this kid, Ishdar, uh, who's out of, I want to say Milwaukee. And he's opening for Absol this day, Sunday. So he right. calls me and he's like, hey, uh, you down to come out at the Absol show? I'm like, shit, of course. So we do that. And then we we go do the uh, soundscape session. But it's for some shit off of uh, Xavier's tape. Uh, but it's me, him, and No Name. And it's uh, pretty tight. I, I enjoy the song thoroughly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to keep an eye out for that man, and hopefully talk to him. You know, whenever it comes out, and then be like, Sabo was telling me about this back in like, hey, you know, around he's Halloween out here too. Yeah, he's out here too. He's uh, not too far from where you said your parents live. So we all, you know, it's there's almost a West Side scene of its own now. So Absolutely, we, man. You know, we're becoming a real thing. I think for a long time it was like, you know, Southside, Southside, Inglewood, like everybody was hearing about that. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely, it's got to be a lot of talent out here as well. Yeah, definitely. It's cool to finally, you know, see other West Side rappers. It's like an island out here almost. So it's cool to, you know, finally see the other side. What is it like when you tell people that you are, you know, from Chicago's West Side? Because it's also a neighborhood that, of course, has the connotations that go along with it. And I think it's been eclipsed with maybe some of the negative connotations by the South Side in the last few years. But I still think that there's a stigma around it to some degree. Have you seen that? I think... um I feel like when I when I tell people that I'm from the West Side, like let's say I tell someone who never heard any of my music that I'm from the West Side of Chicago, I feel like they uh, kind of already decide what my music is gonna sound. It's NWA. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. right. <laughs> so it's it's always cool because I always felt like my music kind of <clears throat> made up for like both sides, not both sides of Chicago, but both sides of uh, I guess my life, like. It's like you're from the west side of Chicago, so you you see, you know, like this, it's kind of like the hood. It's not the hood here, but it's basically not too far, a few blocks away from. Uh, But the beautiful thing about this area is, like you said, across the street is Oak Park. So it's like you kind of get the both worlds, and it's like a real interesting reality that, you know, you live in. Like, it's like you see the, the other side, and it's like I always tried to put that in my music, like, it's like, this is the West Side of Chicago, but this is not the limit of the music. So I try to incorporate, like, everything. Because I went to private school my whole life. Like, I right. never went to school that was. So it's cool to see, you know, what, I don't know, I guess the reaction to most people is. But it's definitely interesting, you know, telling somebody I'm from the West Side of Chicago. Okay, so there's a couple things I want to touch on there. A, you know, your music, you know, talking about kind of, like, incorporating you know, the, your West Side experience with the fact that it's so close to, like, you know, an area like Oak Park, which is just kind of a different type of thing. When I listen to your music, it's very much, you know, it's absolutely, it's hip-hop, you know, you're, you're rhyming, and you know, you're rapping, but there's such a strong, like, melodic pop sensibility, I think, that plays into it. 
that it's not, you know, again, like if you told somebody off the bat, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm a rapper from the West Side, they're gonna have absolutely this connotation. <laughs> but your music is like, I don't wanna say it's poppy, it doesn't sound like Katy Perry, but it absolutely has like really strong melodic sensibilities, I feel like. Uh, so my dad's a singer, mm -hmm. uh, and what inspired <clears throat> me to rap was the group Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, so Lots of singing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's not it's not even like a hey you're really good at singing thing. <laughs> it's like a like when you hear the beat and you hear the like instrumentation, it's just first thought to like hum along. So that's kind of how it comes comes off because I'm far from the best singer, but it's like I hear music a certain way, and that's how I create it. Like kind of how I was brought up. Listen, what I was brought up listening to is kind of what you know, basically coming back out. Yeah, it affects what you're doing now. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know that you are kind of, you know, in the stages of now where you're starting to hit some new markets. You just hit, I believe, not too long ago, New York, right? You were performing in New York. How did that go? How did that come together? Kind of what was the story with that? All right, so New York. New York is interesting <laughs> because, like, all right, so Chicago crowds. Chicago crowds are like, uh, well, if they came to really see you and support you, They'll, you know, jump and bounce and know the words and yell them and everything. It'll be like the craziest, like best show ever. But if you're like opening and like they never heard of you, they'll just mean mug and like fold their arms and like look, look at, at their you. phone. Yeah. yeah. And my dad warned me because my, my dad lives out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, you know, this is a New York crowd. <laughs> so it was funny, but I was prepared. I feel like I was very prepared for it. So it's like first song. We opened with Burnout, and we did the Burnout to Butter transition. That's usually what we do for new crowds. Mm -hmm. And it's like you could see the New York crowd, like me mug, <laughs> folded arms, talk, talking, looking at their phone, not paying any attention. And then it was like after the second song, after the wake up every day feeling good. Right. It was like you seen, hand, they started throwing up their hands, and it was like the rest of the show, they was with me. So it was cool. It was a crowd. It was definitely a fight. Yeah. but. But if you can win like over a New York big, crowd, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. It, by the end of it, they, you know, listened to everything that I said and yelled. Like, when I said, uh, we do a chant. Like, when I say what, y'all say side, and we do that. And everybody, you know, mobbed with me or whatever. So it was, it was tight. It was tight. It was definitely one of those shows where you had to prove your point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another show that you have coming up uh, in the future, uh, next month you're part of something in Los Angeles, uh, in November with Red Bull Sound Select. Um, and it's a huge initiative they're doing I, all month long in November, I believe. It's called 30 Days in LA. So how did that kind of come together? You know, you've done work with Red Bull Sound Select previously, right? Was that kind of what brought you out there? Yeah, uh, Red Bull. Or what will bring you out there, sorry. Red Bull <clears throat> is, uh, they're involved in everything. <laughs> everything from sending people to space to, yeah, absolutely. And I, I really, it's crazy, like, how much Red Bull I drink. Uh, <laughs> but Red Bull is really tight, like, the corporation. Like, it's like they they support, and they right. support artists, and not just, like, the big, big-name artists, but they find some art, like, an artist like myself, like, that hasn't really accomplished, uh, you know, as much as, like, the potential says that he could. Or, uh, you know, like a bunch of like DJs and bands and stuff. And they basically just help. 
like, hey, you're really good. Let's do a show. Right. And you can do, like, I don't know. It's like they just have a bunch of opportunities. And I think they're really, you know, they're really nice people. You know, so far, like, I haven't had too many experience with them yet, but, you know, hopefully, you know, the relationship grows or whatever, but it's it's pretty tight. Like, you know, I'm just hella appreciative that they, like, it's hella random. Like, Red Bull super rocks with, like... Like, So much talent, though. So much Chicago underground talent, and you're right, it's, it's, it's rappers, it's DJs, it's bands, it's, you know, they're, they've got their finger on the pulse with everybody. It's not just kind of one genre and it's not just the superstars that of course are a safe bet to back so yeah and even crazier it's not just music right skating uh i was watching something yesterday with like bicycling but yeah they do everything like literally so you know the mixtape has been out now how many months did it come out in like june or july july came out july 15th so now that that's been out kind of what has that open the door for I mean, it sounds like it's kind of brought you to New York, it's going to send you to L.A., but kind of what doors have opened since, you know, Comfort Zone came out? Um, I think it's, it's like a, it's kind of different now. Like, it's like, prior to the release, I had to talk a lot more. I had to explain the reason, like, I was doing a lot of this stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, I feel like people didn't, it's like people knew I was good, but didn't believe in me right i would say so i think that's the biggest difference i would say like people see kind of see the vision that i had i would i would say i don't know uh, a bunch of shows you know a bunch of like blog stuff i mean you were just that noisy just the other day yeah 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 which is probably the i i looked at it i was actually that's what i was just looking at prior to you coming in that's probably the tweet that I've had the the most traffic any tweet like that I was a part of has right. <laughs> so that you know but I I don't know I think like stuff like that is gonna come come and go but yeah I feel like I'm a real I'm a part of it now right. it's not just like talking about it and like but it is weird though not working on a tape because I was working on it for so long like some days I wake up my first thought is like, eh, what am I going to do? Because my tape is already out. So I don't, like, I'm, I was just so programmed to get up and work on it. It's like weird now. You know what happened <laughs> though, man? You got off the bench. You got off the bench. <laughs> and now you're here. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is on deck? You know, I know we talked about the Red Bull thing in uh, Los Angeles in November. Um, you're doing some studio sessions with some people, but what can people look for from you through the end of the year or even going into 2015? What's next on deck for you? Um, I would say I'm going to be performing a lot, a lot, a lot, which is like my favorite thing to do. So, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to say I, I do have a bunch of new music. Like you see where you are. This is where this is where most of Comfort Zone was actually made. Yeah. And recorded, believe it or not. Like, We're in like your bat cave on the west side. And there's like <laughs> there's like keyboards, there's all these like laptops, there's speakers. You've totally got like a whole recording man cave uh, going on here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this is where what what I've been up to. So there's a bunch of new stuff. Me and uh actually I won't even there may or may not be a new project coming out. That you know, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> sometime we've been up like yeah. I think you could just look forward to to me 
<clears throat> sticking around. Yeah, man. Sticking around for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're here, man. You're off the bench. <laughs> so now you're going to stick around. Um, I got to tell you, man, it was great to talk to you at South By. It's great to talk to you right now. And, you know, now that I've been able to hear the mixtape, because the first time we chatted, it wasn't out yet. I got to tell you, man, I am in love with Tell You. That song is so gorgeous and so catchy and so tuneful. And it's like, I can just put that on repeat and not get sick of it. That song is just a fucking beast. So really, man, it's great to see everything that's happening to you and for you. Um, congratulations on the new mixtape and everything else that you have going on. I'm really excited to see where it goes, man. Saba, thank you for taking some time. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you. This has been the Chicago First Unlimited podcast. Thanks to Saba for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty podcasts at dynastypodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Jaime Black. Dynasty Descend.